You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Bliss. I am so excited that you pushed play today. This episode is for anybody, anywhere, no matter what your living situation is like, where you live, if it's in a tiny home, an apartment, a house, a cabin, it does not matter. It doesn't matter if you own where you're living or if you're renting where you're living or if you're borrowing where you're living. It also doesn't matter how long you've been in your home. So as you can see, this episode really truly is for anyone and everyone. You probably clicked play today because either one, you are an avid loyal Behind the Bliss listener. And for that, if that's you, I want to thank you. Thanks for being here. Or two, you pressed play because it was a topic once you read the title that you knew struck your heart. So let me say this. If this episode today, the title struck your heart, we are very similar. We have a lot in common. We both love the ministry of our home. We like to make things cozy and comfortable. We like to gather people around a table, or maybe you like to have people in your living room over a cup of coffee and get to know one another. That is me. I love that so much. Like I tell people when I meet them as a friend, if I come home and you're like in my home and you've helped yourself to my pantry, like I know where you are besties. If I don't know you and you've welcomed into my home and you're like gone through my pantry, that's a little odd. But you know what I mean. If friends come in my door and they feel comfortable enough to be who they are, it is the biggest compliment to me. So yeah, I would say that my ministry first and foremost is in my home. And if you press play today, I would challenge you that that's probably something that you value as well. So I'm so excited that you're here. There are a lot of really fun tidbits that I've learned along the way about making a home a home. I do not consider myself an expert in this area by any means, but I do feel like that I have gained so much experience from moving throughout our marriage. (laughs) We are actually in, if I'm counting correctly, our eighth home together as a married couple. The idea of, of moving as many times as we do and as we have actually sends like shivers down my spine. (laughs) If I see one more packing box or one more roll of packing tape, I think I'm going to vomit. Like That's where I am in life right now. But we just moved from Mississippi to Oklahoma. We are a military family, but surprisingly, that's not why we've moved as many times as we have. Really, we are just on this one big adventure is what I call it. (laughs) Most of our moves have actually been for a civilian job or just a relocation. So here's the Spark Notes version. We got married whenever I was just finishing college. Thomas had just graduated. So we lived in Clemson, South Carolina while I finished. There's one move. The job that Thomas had at the beginning of our marriage actually took us out to California in the summers. And then we lived in Birmingham, Alabama in the winter and fall seasons. So we did the whole Birmingham, California, Birmingham, California, Birmingham, California. And each time in California, we lived in a different home. It was so graciously given to us by the place that we were working. Did not own any of the homes out in California, nor did we own a home in Birmingham until 2018-ish. So that was after like our fourth or fifth move. We finally moved into a house that we still have today and we have precious renters in it right now while we are bopping around for the military. The military has only been like the past three-ish moves majority of the places we've lived have this one thing in common, and it is that we did not own it. 
So here's something I want to encourage you with. Regardless of where you're living, you can do exactly what I have for you in this episode. You can even start today. If you own the home, obviously this is going to be easier because you can paint the walls, you can do the things, you can hang, like different rental agreements have different, obviously, restrictions. So please abide by the rules. But if there are no rules or if there are limited rules, and heck, even some of these things, it doesn't matter what kind of rules are in place, you can still make your place cozy. There are no excuses here, my friend. And I'm here to help you with that. So because I have come from lots of different backgrounds of homes, some we've lived in because we own, some we've lived in because we rent, some have been fully furnished, like the one that we're in right now, we haven't had a say in the furniture. It just can be really tricky. But there are some logistical shortcuts that I want to give you, as well as a few spiritual things that I think add a huge presence of comfort to your home that I want to dive into today. Again, if you clicked play on this episode, having a comfortable home, one that you can welcome people in, is something you value, and I'm with you. Okay, here's the first thing, and it's totally free for everybody, but if you have music in the background of your home when you have people over, or shoot, I even feel like I have music foreverly constant in the background of my home. It's like the soundtrack of our life. It just adds a whole warm layer to your house. In the fall, I have a fun fall playlist that I love to play. I love colorful but calm playlists for the winter and the spring. Of course, in the wintertime, it's always holiday music, I feel like. So you can go through these waves of songs. You can do anything that makes it feel comfortable to you. If you don't have a speaker that you love, I just highly suggest going out and getting one. It doesn't have to be fancy, but a Bluetooth speaker or we have like a Google Home or something like that that you can use as a device to play your music. It creates an ambiance I cannot even explain. Two things. Like I said, I mentioned that we have a Google Home. Love that one. But then there's also this thing called the Cove speaker that's super fancy, but for like not a fancy price. And it's imagine like this pill type speaker and it's Bluetooth. So you can hook up your phone and play whatever music you want on it. But once you connect it to the device, you can actually split it into two devices. So it can be like separated, if that makes sense, into two pieces. And you can put you know, one part of the speaker in your living room and the other part of the speaker in your kitchen. And it's playing the same song at the same time. So it's, it's amazing. So I'll put the link for that in our show notes because I do shameless plug, have a code for you. I never want you to buy something full price if you don't have to. This is one of those things. So I have extra discount on this already incredibly priced speaker. I will put in the show notes for you, but music, if you need help finding playlists, I I consider myself a playlist queen. That's like something I love to do. I've made lots of different playlists. You probably know this about me. So I will also tag my Spotify account. That's where all my playlists are on. So if you're an Apple Music person, I'm really sorry, but you can snoop on my playlists on Spotify and you can copy and paste them over to your own playlist on whatever platform you listen to music on. But if you do listen to Spotify, super easy. Just click play. Another thing that makes homes so cozy, in my opinion, is adding life, like adding greenery, flowers, some plants, anything that just is alive, bring it into your home. Again, this can be on any small or big budget you want. If you have the money to go out and buy a full size, full grown fiddle leaf fig tree, girl, you go ahead. If you don't have that kind of budget, go forage outside. 
I have so many friends in Birmingham, especially that will just go on drives and carry some scissors with them or some clippers and just go and clip things from bushes or um, like pompous grass. It grows literally wildly on the side of the road. You don't have to buy anything fancy. Go and forage, collect some things, put it in a cute little vase that you might be able to find at anywhere from TJ Maxx to your fancy fun boutique to even like Goodwill or Salvation Army or some kind of thrift store. It's just so much easier than I think that we think it is. So that's why we don't try and attempt to make our home cozy. But this one trick, I promise you overnight, will turn your space into the ultimate cozy place ever. So see if your area has like a nursery. You can also find tons of different plants, like plants you can have on your table or your side table. You can style them on shelves. You can stack them on top of books. Like there's lots of really fun ways to add greenery to your space. You could always buy fake greenery if you have what I call a black thumb, which is meaning like you just kill all the plants in the world. Um, You could buy fake plants. Just be careful because not all fake plants are similar. They, you can kind of tell from one to another. So I will also put some of my favorite fake plants that I can find online for you in our show notes. If you, if you're like, yes, I want that, but not with the responsibility, I get it. So I will list some of those for you as well. Something that's so silly that I brought all the way to Oklahoma with a furnished house was my bedding, which seems silly because obviously with a furnished house, they provide you the bedding, but my bedroom is like my sanctuary. It is where I like to sleep, obviously. It is where a lot of times I'll do my quiet time. It's where I spend time folding clothes and going in and out of, and I want it to be a place of peace for me. And so for me, I value comfort and I decided to bring our bedding. So for you, you have to decide what you value. If you value a kitchen that you love because you love to cook, that's me too. If you value a bedroom that you feel cozy in, like figure out what you value and find ways to, to tweak it. So for me, it was considering my bedding. I brought our throw pillows and I brought our comforter and I even brought a pair of sheets that I love from Amazon. So you can really, you can make this as cozy as you want, which is the cool part about all this. You can upgrade anything really easily. If you have bedding that you like, but you just want it to be fluffier and be like a hotel room, go invest in a good down comforter. If you want really silky, yummy sheets that you can crawl into and it just be super luxurious feeling, I have a link for some Amazon sheets that I think that you would really love that we've been using for the past year. But my third tip would be to make the areas that you feel like you value the most or that you spend the most time in comfortable to your standard. All right, now here's the fun tip. Add color to your home. Add color. We did that already with adding greenery and flowers or going out and foraging and finding things. But now I'm talking about like textiles, like really fun decor pops in your home. I know that like light and bright and white creamy dreamy is all in right now. And I don't blame you if that's your style, but I do think it's really fun to have small moments of either different textures or different colors that you can bring into your home. So if you want to keep the creamy dreamy and you want to keep the neutral, go for it, but find ways to add a fun pop. So like find some fun glasses that maybe you can have on a shelf to display Have a fun rug that has a really cool style that has some fringe on it or something really boho. Add something that would complement your style. So for me, I love vintage rugs. I try to collect them 
They're obviously at a higher price point than what your home girl could just drop every once in a while. So I ask for them for gifts. Um, I have a friend out of Birmingham that sells them and ships them. I will link her in our show notes as well. Elizabeth, I love you. She has just the coolest collection of vintage rugs and sells them. And they are so easy to carry around. I'm not talking about like a huge area rug. I'm talking about small little doormat size rugs or little mini cute small ones that you could put in your laundry room or your guest bathroom or at your kitchen sink or somewhere that will just pop and make you happy. I love my rugs. When you're considering color and just pops of something in your home, also consider what you're putting on your walls. So again, follow the rules. If you are renting somewhere and you're not allowed to put something on your walls, then omit this step. But if you have the liberty, um, or if you can find some command hooks, because those don't put holes in your wall, then do that. Um, I either love finding a print on Etsy that I really like and fits my style, uh, and printing it out and, um, and then finding some really cool, fun frames, either again at a thrift store, you can find them online on Amazon and framing the prints. That's just an easy, simple, fail-proof way to have some art on your walls. If you are crafty and you are that artsy girl, go for it. Paint something for yourself. Go to the thrift store. Here's my, here's my thing. Don't ever buy a like blank canvas from Michael's or anything like that. Uh, because there's totally a better way to do it. Go to a thrift store, buy a canvas, um, or a piece of art that is cheaper than a canvas. So try to keep it like anywhere from like five to $20 and you can paint on top of it. And it already has some fun texture on it and you can paint whatever you want. Abstract, you could go wild. However, if you are like me and maybe some days I feel creative and artsy in that way, but I really don't trust myself with a paintbrush. I have some really incredibly talented friends that I will also put in our show notes that have art out there that is at lots of different prices and price ranges. So if there's something that you are looking for, chances are you can find it with them. But finding different art pieces that you can even collect or have gifted to you, those are really fun ways to add pops to your home. Now, another trick, since we're on the decor topic of making your home cozy and making your house feel like home is displaying you and your family and your loved ones inside of it, which sounds so weird. But I don't think we print pictures enough. I could get on a whole tangent of this, but how many of you actually have taken a picture on your phone and printed it and not just posted it? Very very few of us have done that. And so I would challenge you, this is your homework for the week, okay? Find three to five pictures that you love, that you maybe have in your favorites album on your phone, that you've sent to people, or maybe it's the background on your phone, and go and print it out. Go to your local Walgreens or Walmart or photo print center or wherever it is that you would go to get your photos printed and print your photos. It doesn't matter what kind of home you have or where it is or how long you've been there. This is something that you could start tomorrow. Go out and find some fun frames that you like that match your style and put those printed pictures inside of it and add them anywhere in your home that you feel like you would look at them and see them frequently and make you happy. And that's really it. Like that's the magic sauce of making a house a home is displaying things that make you happy. So stick with me for a second because this could be really weird. But there's things around my home that I have displayed that are so super random that aren't necessarily decor features, but they have a memory for me or they remind me of a person. So I found ways to incorporate them into different areas of my house. For example, 
I have a rhinoceros. Um, it's supposed to be, I'm not going to do a good job explaining this. It's supposed to be basically a, like a hook that you put on your wall and the little trunk of the rhino is supposed to hold whatever it is that you're putting on the wall, if that makes sense. Um, well, instead of having it on the wall, like it's supposed to, I actually have put it as a bookend on a shelf and it reminds me of my dad because that was his favorite animal was a rhinoceros. There's different pieces like that that I feel like can make your place special. I have lots of friends that collect like matches and they have a bowl that they found at a thrift store that is really fun and that they love and they put it on top of a stack of books and they put the matches inside the bowl and that just makes them happy. And so I want you to feel the permission to do what it is with your home that you want to do. Not because it's on Pinterest, not because you saw it on Magnolia or any kind of home network. I want you to do it because it makes you happy. Really, that's where this starts. So if it sounds funky or it seems super eccentric, it's probably right. (laughs) That's my rule. If you love talking all things home and cozy vibes, I highly recommend going back to an episode that we did with Michael and Smith. She is the nester on Instagram. If that sounds familiar to you, she is a genius when it comes to cozy vibes, making your home a place that you look forward to coming home to. She also is all about decor and decoration. This includes more than what meets the eye, literally. She talks about meeting all of your senses. So yes, this does include home decor, like the cute things on your walls or on your tables or the throw pillows that you have, but it also includes how you feel. Like, are there blankets out? Are they cozy? Is there a linen blanket in the summertime? Is there maybe a chunkier blanket for the wintertime and colder seasons? It's what you hear going back to those playlists and having something on in your home. It also includes what you smell. Do you have a candle burning or do you have a diffuser running? One of my favorite home secrets is my Pura device. And it's basically the smart home fragrance device that you plug into your wall. And you can purchase cartridges for them with different scents from some of our favorite brands. I'm talking like Votivo or Volcano, like the anthropology smell. There's also other ones like Fraser Fur smells, just tons of really incredible yummy scents that you can plug into this device. And then you can control it with an app to tell the device how strong you want it diffused, if there's a certain time during the day that you would want it diffused, but also it acts as a nightlight. So we love our Pure device. I will link that in the show notes as well. And then, of course, last but certainly not least on our senses is what are you tasting? Is there something in your home that you have to offer people? Maybe it's just a cup of tea if someone comes over. Maybe you have cookies baked. You don't have to be a Betty Crocker to nail this step down. You could even have just something in your fridge or your freezer, like frozen cookie dough that you just pop and break and put in your oven and they're done in like eight to 10 minutes, but just something I feel like to offer someone at least is always so fun. I think it's just like taking the extra step to host somebody in your home. I'll be honest. I don't host many people in my home these days, partly because I don't really have many friends where we are at the moment since we just moved here. But at the same time, I feel like just with baby and routine and schedules, it's just a little bit trickier to, to have people over for intentional conversation. So This is something that I want to grow in and get better at. I'm with you in this, but I do think it's a really fun idea to just have it on hand if people stopped by. When we lived in Mississippi on the Air Force Base, I feel like pilots were constantly in and out of our house, which I loved. I loved if Thomas had a study and he wanted to put together a study group that they chose our house to come to. It just was the highest compliment. And that's what I want for you to be able to champion your spouse or your roommate or your sister or your bestie by providing a space to have people over, to meet people in their lives, to have people come into your life. 
But most importantly, the thing that I think is the the biggest step of all is inviting Jesus into your home. This may sound super like woo-woo, but stick with me for a second. The Holy Spirit is an active ingredient in who God is. It's a part of who he is. So to invite the Holy Spirit into your space and where you live and where you rest and where you breathe and where you encounter Jesus, like that is one of the coolest things that we can do. Above all the other steps that we talked about today, this one is the most important. It's that secret ingredient that when someone walks into your home, they say, wait, this place is different. And it may even cause them to ask you, what's different about your space? Like what makes this so homey and cozy? And it gives you an opportunity to tell them like, I have a personal relationship with my God and he is just the best thing to me and I love. And I love to do all things excellently and that means to create a space where you would feel comfortable. If I can provide a home and a space for someone to feel closer to Christ, then so be it. And that's really my biggest hope for all of us today is that we're just creating another environment for someone to come as they are to come and bring their burdens to be prayed for so that you could maybe sit across your couch with a cup of tea in your hand and offer a cup of tea for someone else and just hear what's going on in their life. Maybe even have an invitation to speak into it or to bring them hope they might not ever heard before. Here's a practical way to do that. Pray over the rooms in your home. Might sound, again, very strange. Maybe you're not used to this. And might I give you a tool to help We talk about this often. I'm bringing her up again, but Springboard Prayers by my girl Val Marie. She has an incredible list of prayers for different rooms in your home, from the kitchen to the laundry room, to your kids' bedrooms, to the garage, and everything in between. If you have a room in your house, there is a prayer for it in Springboard Prayers. I will link this book in the show notes. It is fabulous. But these give you an opportunity to invite the Holy Spirit and the presence of God into your home in practical and tangible ways. And I promise you, he will be felt and he will move mightily in your home when you invite him to do so. It's so funny, the testimonies that we have or the stories that are unpacked at our kitchen table or the comfort someone has to tell me their biggest secret so that I can carry that with them to the foot of the cross. It is an honor and a treasure and to create a space of safety and comfort for someone else to do so and get that much closer to Jesus is such a privilege for me that I never want to overlook. So these tools are tangible, yes, and are for making your home comfortable for you, somewhere where you look forward to coming home to. But I pray even more than that, that this becomes a place that other people look forward to come to because they feel treasured inside your home. I'm just going to read a few pieces of scripture that I think are so beautiful when it comes to inviting the Lord into your home. I suggest writing these down on note cards or finding some fun way to print them. Maybe it's just having a sticky note on your mirror, but whatever it is, I hope that these are written within your heart so that you can bless them upon your home. Proverbs 24, three through four says, by wisdom, a house is built and by understanding it is established by knowledge. The rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. This is important for establishing a foundation of life in your home. Matthew 7, 24, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Second Chronicles 7, 15 through 16 says, now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and consecrated this house that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for all of time. 1 Samuel 25, 6 says, Peace be to you, and peace be to your house, and peace be to all that you have. 
One of my favorite verses, and I would even say this is my life verse, is 1 Thessalonians 2.8. So of course it's one of my favorites. Because you have become so dear to us, we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. And it's so true. When someone becomes near to you, it becomes a desire and a delight of your heart to share your life with somebody else. And a lot of times that takes place within the walls of your home. So I pray that today's episode and some of these tangible tools and resources will help you carry out this mission of the ministry of your home, that you feel equipped and that that you know you are called to make that home a space of safety and comfort, full of love and kindness and fruits of the spirit that you can offer somebody else when they come inside your door. I want to hear how you guys make your house a home. If there's something that maybe wasn't on my list or something you want to expand upon, I would love to hear your ideas. So either head to behindtheblisspodcast.com and click on the show notes and leave a comment, or we would love to have your comment a little bit more public for our friends on Instagram. So head to Instagram at behindtheblisspodcast and click on today's social media post, and you'll be able to read other people's ideas and leave an idea of your own for others to read and be blessed by. Everything that we mentioned today will always be included in the show notes, again, at BehindTheBlissPodcast.com. And if you need anything, feel free to email us at hello at BehindTheBlissPodcast.com. There are so many fun things in store for the show and our friends that listen, and we want you to be included and not miss a thing. So text the word BESTIE, B-E-S-T-I-E, BESTIE, to 55444. Text BESTIE to 55444 to get into all the details and fun things that we have in store just for you. I hope you have the best week. I can't wait to see how you start making your house a home if you haven't already. And I am so inspired by you guys. So please don't forget to tell me how you plan to make your house a home as well. We'll see you next week. This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.